let the children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Children's Bible Journey with stories and songs just for kids. We have a dramatized Bible story coming up, but let's get today's program started by singing praises to our awesome God.
just love singing praises to Jesus. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David his father. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. While he was in Gibeon, the Lord appeared unto Solomon in a dream by night, and said, Solomon, ask what I shall give thee. Ask of thee anything, O Lord? Anything, Solomon, and I shall give it thee. Thou hast shown great love to David, my father. Thou gavest him a throne to sit upon. This day thou hast made me to sit upon that throne, even though I be but a child, knowing not how to walk in or to go out. I am in the midst of thy people, a great people, so great they cannot be numbered or counted for multitude. Therefore, O Lord, give me an understanding mind to govern thy people, that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to govern this thy great people? Do you not wish for a long life? I wish only to serve thee, O Lord, and thy people. Surely you wish for riches and honor and glory for thyself. Nay, O Lord, only wisdom do I desire, that thy people may be governed according to thy will. The enemies of Israel are many. Do you not wish for their lives? O Lord God of Israel, I plead only for the ability justly to rule and govern thy great and mighty people. Behold, Solomon, my son, I shall do according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. But Solomon, it was only a dream. Surely you do not believe in dreams? It was the Lord speaking to me. And he's going to give you great wisdom? That is not all. It isn't? No, he, he went on to say that he was also giving me what I did not ask for, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any king like unto me anywhere. Then I awoke. You admit it was only a dream, yet you believe that the Lord will give you great wisdom and riches and glory? He will, if... I walk in his way and keep his statutes. Today, scribe, I wish to go before the Ark of the Covenant and offer peace offerings before the Lord. Tell the high priest that I come to the tabernacle and to make ready for my visit. Prepare a feast, scribe, a feast for all the people, that they may rejoice with me and make praises unto the Lord, who has so greatly blessed and prospered my reign. King 
Solomon, the great and mighty and wise king of all Israel, entereth. Bend the knee and give attention. You may arise. Before entering into the joys of this feast of thanksgiving to our God, let us sing his praises. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel. He only doeth wondrous things. He only doeth wondrous things. And blessed be his glorious name forever. And blessed be his glorious name forever. And let the whole earth be filled with his glory. And let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. Have the fatted calf and wine served, for this is a day of celebration and great rejoicing in all Israel. Oh, Sarah, isn't it wonderful? We're both going to have a child. We'll bring them up together. They'll be playmates, learn to depend on each other, love each other. I hope mine's a boy. Well, I'd like to have a girl. Maybe they'll grow up and marry each other. Who knows? We've decided, haven't we, that we'll have no physician or midwife attending the birth? Oh, yes, I think that's the best. <gasps> I can hardly wait. I have a son. Isn't he cute? Maybe I'll have a daughter. A boy. You too have a son. Two boys. They won't grow up to marry each other, but maybe instead they'll be lifelong friends, work together and play together. If you ask me, I think both baby boys are cute, handsome. You just wait and see. They'll take the eye of every young lady when they get older. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> Two sons and only three days difference in their ages. Oh, I'm so happy that you and I are such good friends. What would I do without you? And die without you. Your Majesty, the next case concerns two women, each claiming the other cheated her out of her child. Cheated each other out of her child? <laughs> Sounds impossible. Should be an interesting case. Bring them before me. Yes, sire. Bring the two women before his majesty. Your, Your majesty, majesty, this, this woman only one at a time. You, you speak first. Tell his majesty exactly what happened. Well, Your Majesty, this woman and I each bore a son. I was present at her delivery and she at mine. They were only three days apart. No one was present but the two of us. During the night, this... This woman's child died, and she she arose and took my baby son from beside me while I slept and put her dead son in my bosom and took my son into her bosom. And in the That's morning... That's true, the... Your Majesty. That's what she did. In the morning when I awoke, uh, my little child was dead. 
But when I considered the matter and, and looked closely at the living baby, I realized it was mine. He's mine. Your son is the one who died. He's mine. The living baby is mine. The dead one yours. He's mine. He isn't yours. Ladies, ladies. I beg your pardon, Your Majesty. I think the first one is telling the truth, Your Majesty. I think the child is hers. We shall see. General, give me your sword. Yes, sire. Now, we shall take the sword and divide the living baby in half. <gasps> and give one half to one mother and the other half to the other mother. Lay the child down and General... No, you... no Your Majesty. Give her the living child. Do not slay it. Let the child be neither hers or mine, but divided, as you say, Your Majesty. Scribe, this woman... The one who does not wish to have the baby slain. This is the true mother. Give the child to her. But your majesty, oh I thought you were oh son. Oh, thank you, your majesty. Thank you. And all Israel and all the nations round about heard of the judgment which King Solomon had made. And they feared the king. For they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to do judgment. We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow. And if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible and Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye. Let me tell you of a man who was before the world began Who loves you more than anyone can Voice recorder on. <clears throat> this is Kim again with my daily diary for health class. I'm supposed to say what I did today to keep healthy. Well, today I slept. 
No, I didn't sleep during the day because I was at school and my teachers don't like students sleeping in class. No, I didn't sleep during lunch break because today was curry rice day and I love curry rice. And no, I didn't sleep during band practice because I had a clarinet solo and my band teacher knows the difference between a clarinet and snoring. Although sometimes my clarinet sounds very much like snoring. I slept last night. I went to bed early and didn't wake up until my brother Carlos ran into the wall this morning. He does that a lot, especially when he's playing with our dog, Alexander. No one can sleep through that. Sleeping is important to my health because if I don't get a good night's sleep, I'm all tired and grouchy the next day. I can't concentrate in school and my grades go down. This makes my mom and dad upset because I'm supposed to be the smart one in the family. Carlos could be the smart one in the family if he'd stop running into walls. To make sure I get a good night's sleep, I relax in the evening and don't do stuff that would keep me awake, like eating a lot of food or exercising very hard right before I go to bed. I read a book or listen to my favorite music for a while. Then I say good night to everyone and drift off to dreamland. Oh, I love sleeping. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm going to do right now. Good night. God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, He established a health plan for every creature on earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists. happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. In the case of the secret code, Willie starts getting strange messages on his computer. Could they really be from God? Chapter 10, Secrets Revealed. Let's get out of here, Chris yelled. Willie and Maria were way ahead of him. They started moving before he finished the sentence. As fast as the trip down the street had been, they were even faster going back. This time, Maria got there first. They dashed past Mrs. Shoes and Mrs. Vargas's cars, then burst through the door. Everyone in the room turned and stared as water dripped from them. Mud covered their feet and Willie's wheelchair. What a mess, Grandpa started to shout. Then he saw Coco riding in Willie's lap. Coco, you found him! Everyone crowded around, laughing and shouting. Coco seemed to enjoy the attention, but he would not leave Willie's lap. Well, I guess you two are stuck with each other, Grandpa said. Willie smiled and hugged Coco again. Chris, Willie, and Maria told the story of the final code and how they solved it. You should have seen Willie flying down the street, Chris shouted. Then I got stuck in the mud, Willie reminded him. But when Willie started to tell about the man on the porch, Chris nudged him and Maria shook her head. Hey, how about coming over tomorrow, Chris asked when he and Maria finally had to leave. Only if I can bring Coco with me, Willie said. The door closed behind the Vargases, and Grandpa was left with a very muddy Willie and Coco. I'm sorry we're such a mess, Grandpa, Willie said, but it was an emergency. I know, Grandpa said. We just have to get you cleaned up before we go to the airport. Airport, Willie asked. What for? Have you forgotten what day this is? Grandpa raised his eyebrow again. It's Tuesday the 23rd, Willie said. Then it struck him. Mom and Dad are coming home. Willie took his bath while Grandpa washed Coco. While Willie dried, combed, and dressed, Grandpa wiped off the wheelchair. 
Finally, they were ready to go. Willie and Grandpa were quiet most of the way to the airport. Finally, Willie spoke up. Grandpa, it's raining awfully hard. Can their airplane land all right in this weather? Oh, sure, Grandpa said. The pilots are all professionals. They've got helpers in the tower to guide them down, and they have radar to see through the clouds. Willie paused. But planes do crash, don't they? Especially in bad weather. Grandpa patted Willie on the knee. Willie, you've had lots of experiences in the past few days. What have you learned about prayer and problems like this? Willie closed his eyes and thought. God wants you to ask for what you need. You need to trust him, even if you don't get what you want or don't get it right away. And sometimes God just wants you to talk to him, even if you can't think of anything you need right then. Grandpa smiled. You think God is taking care of your mom and dad up there? Willie nodded slowly. Then I don't think you need to worry. Let God take care of them. Willie took a deep breath, rubbed Coco's fur again, and closed his eyes. Even though Willie agreed with Grandpa, he felt a lot better when Mom and Dad stepped out from the airplane gate. Willie held his arms out wide, and Mom and Dad ran and hugged him together. Coco barked until he got in on the hugging, too. Willie chattered all the way to the car about the codes, Coco's disappearance, and the mysterious person named G. O. D. So you still don't have an idea who this G. O. D. person is? Mom asked finally. I have my suspicions, Willie said. I want to check them out tomorrow. If we're lucky, this mystery will keep you busy all summer, chuckled Dad. Maybe you should check with George, the mail carrier, Mom said. He probably knows everyone in town. That's it, Willie said. Grandpa, stop the car. What? Grandpa said. Why? Just stop it, please. Pull in here, Willie said. I have an idea. Grandpa turned the car into the town's only ice cream shop. I never saw a kid so eager to get an ice cream, he said. Willie got into his wheelchair and pushed his way into the store. The rain had stopped, and the store was crowded. Willie looked at the people around him, then looked at the flavors. As he was looking, he heard a familiar voice. One scoop of Rocky Road, please. Then he heard his mom say, Hello, George, we were just talking about you. Willie turned his wheelchair and looked up at the man. George O. Davis, he said loud enough for everyone in the store to hear. You're G period O period D period. What? Mom and Dad said together. Willie looked at Mr. Davis, who was trying to hide his red face behind a rocky road ice cream cone. Mr. Davis is the mystery person, Willie said with a grin. It all fits. Are you sure? Grandpa asked. Nice Mr. Davis, Mom asked. How could he be? Dad asked. He just lives three blocks down the street from us. Willie looked at his dad, then at Mr. Davis. You were watching us tonight, weren't you? Mr. Davis grinned and nodded. I was afraid you would hurt yourself over there, so I went to keep an eye on you. How did you get my library book, Willie asked. I found it in the bushes by your driveway. It must have dropped out of your car sometime in the past few days. Why didn't you just bring Coco back, Grandpa asked. I heard a dog barking this afternoon as I went by the garage, and I thought it was strange, but I didn't know Coco was missing. After I heard that, I was sure that's who it was. I told Willie right away. Willie nodded. He did, right on the computer. How do you know so much about computers? And codes? Mr. Davis grinned again. Computers are kind of a hobby with me, and I've loved codes since I was your age. He patted Willie's arm. It drives Mrs. Davis crazy. Stop by sometime, and we'll talk her into making cookies. That would be great, Willie said. Imagine, 
Willie thought as they headed home. Mr. George O. Davis is the mystery person. His head was still whirling when they got home. Time for bed, detective, Dad said. Just one minute, Dad, okay? Willie said as he headed for the computer. I need to check one thing. Willie switched the computer on and logged into the bulletin board. His hunch had been right. A message waited. 2, 14-22 exclamation. Willie stared at it a long minute before he laughed out loud. I'm not that backward, Mr. G period O period D period. He switched the computer off and went to bed. The story you have heard today is a chapter of the Shoebox Kids, book two, The Case of the Secret Code, written by Glenn Robinson, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. The children come children come please let the children come children's bible journey was brought to you by 3abn australia radio and is a production of life talk radio at lifetalk.net